six OGs, three friends who want their time-wasting activity not to be a complete waste of time. Cue music. Roy, I can... You, you did it on your phone. I can, I can edit that in. Nope. No need. I've got my ripped jeans, high-waist underwear, fishnet stocking, and I'm practiced up on my titty popping. My name is Lauren, and I'm joining the sisterhood. Crescendo that bitches. <laughs> okay, well, I'm Ashley. All I was going to do is just titty pop, titty pop, titty pop, titty pop, titty pop, titty pop. I'm Chris. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. Oh, that okay. we could done. We could be done now. Yeah. That's all. Thanks, folks. Uh, next week no we'll need do to listen roll anymore. credits. Yeah. Yeah. Just do the ad, and then I think we're done. So, uh, Titty Pop Lauren, what did we watch this week? Uh, we watched The Breaker Uppers, a New Zealand film. Which is a uh, new film that just came out on. Well, it's actually not new. It came out last May, but Netflix just got it, uh, and it's an indie comedy about female friendship. Yeah, so it's got Mel and Jen. Mid thirties. Mel's thirty six. Yes. Jen's like forty. Um, it's a very unattractive cast. Oh, <laughs> I think I like that about it. No, it's not just in, I know. I know. They're approachable. I'm just saying, in general, overall, not not harsh. Not just Mel and Jen. Everybody in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was gonna praise this movie for just like how progressive it is in almost everything it does, I'm including not, that. I'm not saying there's really anything wrong with that. I am just saying I recognize. So, Lauren, tell me about your feelings on the patriarchy and how like it's a <laughs> it's a system that needs to stay in place. I'm just saying there was not a lot of attractiveness in physical appearance, nice personalities, not. So, was the it best hard looking. for you to watch them then? Or? You know. <laughs> Oh, you only want to watch attractive people. I'm so glad Lauren's changing her brand from just I like bad movies to I like bad movies and pretty people only. <laughs> Good thing podcasts are not streamed live via the internet for like image wise. Yes. Yeah. Because then we would be judged perhaps. We'd yes. have to really dress it up. Well, I'm wearing my painting uh, sweatpants and a ripped t-shirt. So yeah, we'd have to. You look the best. I have, my, yeah. church, I have yeah. my church outfit on. Yeah. I mean, that really just sells the whole image you're going for. Yeah. I like bad movies, pretty people, and I go to church. <laughs> Hi, welcome to uh, Alabama Lauren, our <laughs> Southern Belle. Okay, <laughs> the opening scene was so awkward. Oh. Is the opening scene where they're, they're in the police uniforms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So the idea of this movie is they are professional breaker uppers. If you have someone you want to break up with, but you want that to be a clean break, you don't want to do all the dirty work yourself, you hire these people for 500 pounds. Wait, do they no, use pounds? Just dollars. They use dollars <laughs> uh, for $500. It's actually 1000 Yeah. It's five in at the start and five after. Right. I mean, I think it's depending on what package you pick. Oh, there's... The missing person package. Which is what we see. Package. We see the missing per- person package at the beginning here. And they are telling Anna... That her boyfriend went into the woods and is now missing and they don't think they'll find him. And it's uh, Anna just crying the whole time. And they're just kind of straight face looking really awkward. She's like, ooh, you got any more of that cookies? I'm going to take this with me, Ashley. This is good. So it's a a really good like sets the table for the whole film, right? It's like very dry comedy. Would you be okay with being broken up with like that? Or would you prefer to be... Like, would you rather have a reason to be mad at the person, like, say, for an, a cheating or uh-huh. that they mysteriously disappear? Oh, I think that or... I think the 
cheating or something like that is definitely the package I would want to be broken up with by. Not the missing person. No. Because then it's hard to make, move on. You feel guilty. Like right. you should and be you, looking And you know them. I would never get lost in the woods. My sense of direction is too good. So you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't even yeah. believe that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're saying you like the fact that with, with the catch them with the other man and or woman, it's just like, oh, I can hate this person now. Yeah. I don't have to miss Or them. they got some other chick pregnant. Or... Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning, we have these montages of them doing their business. Yes. So we see, I don't know, maybe like six or seven different examples. Six. We see six different examples of them conning these people. We get... We have the missing person package. We have the prego package. Fake cheating package. Uh, fake death package, fake being shot package, but there's kidnapping. A fake being, there's a fake being shot? Yes. Uh, kidnapping package. See, the other ones just leave too many holes. Mm-hmm. Then you're right. If you're searching for somebody or if they just mysteriously go missing, that's yeah. going to leave you feeling... Yeah. I loved how oh, bad the police uniforms look. So bad. Like, they look so shoddy. <laughs> like, they went to the Halloween store and bought them. Right. And yes. this... This movie seems to take place in a universe where you don't get in trouble for impersonating police officers. <laughs> like, not to cut ahead, but at one point they're, like, walking in the police station in their shitty uniforms. And they're, like, they just get off scot-free, apparently. Yeah, like, did nobody care? Is it just very chill in New Zealand? Uh, yeah. No, they got off scot-free because they played it off like they were strippers. Yeah, that's right. So, I don't think they got off scot-free. I think they knew, oh, we can't be caught doing this. So they went for the stripper. Yes. I was like this montage because I think it, it really sets the tone in terms of this is like a really progressive film, right? Like yes. it's made by women. It's main people are women. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the Bachdel test? No. So this is an idea where if a film, basically most films are constructed through um, around men as their core and women are just auxiliary players around that. So to pass the Bachdel test, you need to have two women who talk to each other about not a man that's in the film. And like something like 10 or 15% pass this test. Majority of films don't pass this test, especially like big, big movies. This film does that easily. Like it's almost all women. The only, there's like two dudes in this movie and one's an idiot and one's a scumball. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Interesting. That seems a little too fancy for our podcast. Oh no! I we just did it, promise no. No, I think it's, I think it's just, it's just interesting because this, this actually movie would fail the reverse Bachdel test, and like no two men ever talk to each other. Yeah, or even like on a screen together, actually. I, yeah. Besides, I think the brother and the dad, maybe. Yeah, that's very. But a very small yeah. amount of time. So you're yeah. Right. So let's walk, what's, what's the plot here? Lauren, walk us through the first Well, half. no, it's just they're basically, this is their business, they're friends. Uh, we learn there's kind of this, like, man in the past from, like, 15 years ago. Comes out, they actually both dated him, found out he was cheating on both of them, and that's how they became friends. Yep. Started this business, and Mel kind of seems like she's past that. She's living her life. You could tell she's the more happy okay one of the two jen is just wallowing in yeah, she's jaded yes yeah she yeah she does not list really i feel like for the company maybe because i feel like yes. mel's just along for the ride and just yes. having fun with impersonating people and getting a laugh but jen jen's like i'm going to make everybody as unhappy as i am that's her mission Definitely. for sure i do love jordan so much <laughs> and the reason i love him is <laughs> 
how did he come up with Mel's name? As Mel. Melon? <laughs> yeah. So so Mel is one of their new clients who walks in and he's an no, eight- Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. And he's an 18-year-old. 17. He's a 17-year-old rugby player and who wants to break up with his girlfriend. And him and Mel instantly have chemistry. And he has some great lines I like... I don't know if chemistry is the right, like... Oh, I thought there was, for sure. Yeah, that, that was what they were trying to... He, yeah. he, he was like a oh, charmer. Yeah, He's he trying says, to be a charmer. He says, uh, yeah, uh, Mel? Oh, is that short for Melon? <laughs> no, Melanie. Oh, is that French? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But then, like, throughout the movie, he calls her Melon and introduces her as Melon. I loved it so much. I love that they put it throughout yes. the whole movie. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah, I called him Idiot Charmer, but I also then nicknamed him the Axe Man <laughs> because he just comes in before he even says anything. It's like, Axe the body spray. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shower in a bottle. Shower I'm just thinking, like, Oh my god, I would be You're getting done. junior, you're getting junior I, high yeah. flashbacks. I was going to yes. say, it smells like the hallways it's at our school. It's just no. Like, I would be raging on him. And I'm a teacher, and he's still a student. So, I'd give him shit. Yeah. I want to talk about his accent. Because yes. Jordan's accent is so specific. And I find it so funny. And I had to look, I actually looked into that, did a little bit of research. Because it's the exact, it sounds the exact same as Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Like, this, I'm Korg. This is my mate. He has scissors his hands. You know that guy? No. He leads a revolution? No. Okay. It's voiced by Taika Waititi, which is the director of Thor Ragnarok. And anybody doing the shadows, like he's like the big voice right now in New Zealand comedy. Yeah. And so that, that accent is like an East Coast Maori accent. Oh. And it's something about it, just like everything said in it is hilarious to me. And it's not... It, as long as it's like super dry and it's not like laughing at it but it's like laughing with it it just if you say anything in that accent I just think it like cranks up the funny by like 15% I, yeah, I completely yes. agree yeah there's something yes. there, there's one point where he's uh, again to skip way ahead he's counting sharks at the aquarium for his birthday oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like one, two, three, four, five, six. And he's just counting and then he can't remember 10 and then she has <laughs> yes. to remind him what 10 is but just even the way he's counting is funny yeah so yes. good I think that that was good casting. Yeah, they yes. just need that accent with every comedy from now on. <laughs> yeah, yes. I liked it too. And I liked his, like, I tried breaking up with her. I sent her the bitmojis. Yes. Because do you think that is actually how people break up? Or yes. it will be? Or it will I become... do. I think for sure. People are yes. sending, like, heartbreak. Heartbreak, cry, poop emoji. <laughs> poop emoji. Did, you, did, did you guys notice that he kept referring to his emotions as emoticons? Yes. No, I did. Yes. I get all these emoticons and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so good. And then in the accent, it just was killing it. Yeah. Yeah, so he wants to break up with his delicate flower yeah. of a girlfriend, which she was not a no. delicate flower. I question his descriptive. Uh, language. When your girlfriend has cornrows, I don't think you can describe her as delicate. So we go to one of his rugby games, and we see him playing rugby, and his his now girlfriend and her whole clique on the sidelines. I think oh. it's more of a crew. It's a crew. I, sorry. It's a crew. I said no words. If there's if you're not gonna watch this movie, because some people don't watch the movies, they just listen to us because that's fine. Bad decision, uh, folks. Okay, <laughs> if you're not gonna watch this movie, you need to go to the 18 minute mark. And you just need to see the delicate flower girlfriend and her group. Because I can't 
I can't explain them. No, but I wanted either to have my own crew after yeah. that or be a part of that crew. Yeah. Kate, I didn't know. Kate, I didn't know. Were they girls or were they boys? I think it was a mix. All girls know. except for one boy. What I is there? Two boys. No. Oh, there you just, go. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Well. It was like every single one of them. One scene, I was like, "Oh, is a girl." In the next scene, They're which I'm not judging anything. Yeah. Like that's fine. Yeah. It just threw me. It's yeah. about their looks again. I see yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Judging yeah. the looks. And mm-hmm. then, what is their style? <laughs> the '90s grunge. Yes. Not '90s, 90s Pacific 90s. Islander grunge. Yeah. Oh my god. Because the references were '90s when she this said. This is one of my questions. Yeah. And then just like. No, because I think this not is not an attractive crew. <laughs> Jeez. I'm surprised you're saying that, really. I know, I I'm just shocked. because they were they were they were very unattractive. They were like No, you've said that. Yeah, you've gotten that point up. <laughs> oh, okay. So So here's here's the thing I thought was interesting is like this this click was like over the top like gay ethnic it was and like 90s grunge like the whole thing was just so showy in a way that I feel like Hollywood movies would have done in the 90s, but they couldn't get away with nowadays. But I think because this movie is so progressive about everything it does, and it and it has, and it doesn't really shy away from like sex, race, class, all these different issues. They're really interwound into the movie. They can get away with it. Yeah, I completely. Did agree. you, you yeah, kind of buy that? So. Yeah, I do. There was a couple things in there that I think they could get away with just because of the things that you said. For sure. Yeah, like if 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 a Will Ferrell movie tried this, people would be like, "Oh, this is this is in poor taste." Yeah, absolutely. But I think it totally works. Uh, I also think Mel and Jen have no boundaries. Like, their friendship yes. knows no limits. When she walks in, Mel walks in on Jen having sex. Yeah. She kind of just, like, stands there instead yeah, of turning she's like away. Waiting. She's like, okay. That was a that was a weird scene because it was Jermaine Clement yes. from uh, Flight of the Concords. Who's looking old, actually. Yes, he is. I mean, Flight of the Concords like, 15 years old. Really? Uh, Maybe 10. No, it's, it's like, it's old. Anyways, um, and he's in it for this one sex scene and that's it. And it's, like, an awkward sex scene. But so... I expected him to come back. Yeah. It's like, nah, nah, he just showed up on set. They're like, Jermaine, do you, do you want a bone? Do you want a fake bone? All right, let's get him in here. I like the line, though, where he was upset because he took yes. his, he wanted her bra off. And he thought that because he took his t-shirt off, it was the same thing. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, fine. I'll go do it now. I'll go do it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> We meet the parents too. Yeah, and her so parents you, are awesome. Okay, but I don't think it's her dad. Stepdad, I'd imagine. It's her stepdad, I yeah. think, but because she they refer to her, him as Harold or something. Oh, I didn't yeah, pick up or that. Gerald. Her parents are obviously wealthy. Yes. Like, yeah, the house looked really nice. I mean, if you can get corrugated iron prints of your family and post them on the wall, that's, yes. that's money yeah. right there. Modern yeah. art. <laughs> yes. But isn't that what most moms like? When I picture, not my mom particularly, but. When I think of some moms, they're like, this is the cool new art, so I'm going to post it up there, and everyone's going to see this and think, yes. oh. My, 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 mom, my mom, I remember when I was like eight or nine, she really got into sponging. Like sponging walls was the hot new thing. Yes, my probably, mom probably as on, well. Probably on trading spaces or something. <laughs> yeah. And so every wall in my house was sponged, but like Pepto-Bismol pink. But then the bottom half was like this tacky Egyptian pirate border. <laughs> Thinking back, like that was Ma. Hey Ma, that's not a good look in hindsight. <laughs> the sponging though, why was that such a big deal? Did you have that too? Uh, my mom is not. She's not the color problem. Uh, 
Yeah, my dad's the one, but he just like painted every single room a different color. So we had a room that was green, a room that was yellow, a room that was blue, a room that was burgundy. And when you walk in the front door, you could actually see all of them no. at the same time because it was a pretty open concept house. So it kind of felt like the Teletubbies house or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the carpet was green. So. Oh my goodness. But uh, um, but this Jen makes a good point about the art because she was upset because it was a picture of her and her ex-boyfriend from 15, 15 years, years ago. And her mom said she doesn't want to be sad just seeing pictures of her single daughter yeah. every day. So I thought that was a... I mean, then she was kind of upset. Like, why can't It really have... shows you yeah. kind of the mother-daughter relationship there. Yeah. What it's like... You're almost 40. When are you going to start trying? Yeah. When, are, like, you, oh when are you going to start making an effort? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's brutal. And I'm yes. sure there are people out there, moms, who have said that to their daughters. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, I want grandchildren or for yes. whatever reason, you need to yeah. try hard. Yes. And to the point where mom is like, can you just, can you just try being gay with Mel? Yes. I just, here, you try being gay with Mel, yeah. have a baby, yeah. And you can use your brother as a sperm donor. Yes. I think that's incestuous, mom. Like, okay, I totally missed that the first time. It was only when I was going back through that I heard that. Which I think is a problem with this movie. Is there's a lot. Of, I I feel like I missed a lot of jokes because yeah. there's a lot of slang that I have to like think about and contextualize. <clears throat> and like subtleties too. Yeah. But this was when my favorite line yes. of the movie came yes. out. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm it, pretty it, sure it we all us. have the same. I, I couldn't handle it. Joe didn't care. He didn't think it was funny at all. I was oh losing God. it. Like, it was hitting the couch. Yeah, I was, I was crying. For 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> so, so, so the the line is something to the effect of, uh, "Why don't you try being gay?" It's like I don't think you can just try being gay. It's like a genetic mutation or something. Like you're Wolverine, and then she makes these Wolverine claws with her fingers, and then you just kind of like scissor or something, and then there's like this slopping noise she makes. It is, and she calls herself Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, I missed that. That's why it was so funny. Oh, I thought the, I thought the whole Wolverine thing is about no, like the claws. Vol- Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> like okay, so Lauren, did you did you get a timestamp for that one? I didn't. Okay, whatever you're doing, just just turn off the podcast. We've got our one minute in, so we got your money. Don't worry about that anymore. Go ahead and open this movie and just watch that one scene. Yes. That's what made the whole thing. Honestly, funny. it's yeah. when she's at her supper with her parent, her yeah. mom. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so it was. Good. But you know what? The second time I watched the movie, I missed it. Oh. Because oh. I heard the sperm joke instead. Oh. I, I went back and I, I watched it two or three times this this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and you still didn't catch that she said Wolverine? No. It was the I, accent. It's the the closed captioning. No, I'm one, telling you. Yes, you had the closed captioning. captioning on. I said no. We're not turning it on. You needed it. Yeah. Uh, so, what's happening in this story now, Lauren? Uh, let's let's progress the plot. Okay, so they go, they do the breakup with Jordan's girlfriend uh, at the rugby game. Sipa? Seppa? Seppa. 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 Seppa yeah. punches Mal in the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, sorry, punches um, Jen. Jen, Jen in the nose. Yeah. So they go, they're kind of like at odds with each other. Then they're supposed to do their next missing person breakup. But they run into Anna beforehand. And Anna's the girl from their very first scene who they told... Uh, her her husband had died in the woods. Yeah, and and she, not died, missing. So she's been putting posters up of him missing, and like, is there anything new developments and and all of this? So they have like party night with Anna. 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 It's not frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you beat me to the joke. Oh man. 
But you also learn here that Mel is much nicer, and yes. Jen is just cold-hearted, right? Yes. She's got no time for her. And I think this starts to tie into the whole female friendship thing of where Anna doesn't have any friends. She has nobody. Yeah. And I think Mal sees Anna as herself if she didn't have Jen. Like, even through all the stuff Opposite. that Jen... I think she sees Anna as Jen yes. if she didn't have Mel. Okay, I was going to say just in general, like, if they didn't have each other, they yeah. would be as okay. broken and sad as Anna is. And she's kind of the foil for that. So they take her out, take her partying. She's introduced to the idea of a wank bank, mm-hmm. yep. uh, which is when I was like, I hope my mom does not listen to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you know what that is? I I put two and two together. Oh. Yeah, you do yeah. now. I do. Because of this educational film we watched. Now, would I now have know. previously had a terminology for that? No. <laughs> I do now. Those, I have. I'm gonna do a new feature. It's just gonna be like questions for Lauren. Yeah, I can. I can make a little uh, sound blurb for I that. I think so. We should do a that. little stinger. Questions for Lauren. Anna starts to create her wank bank. This is also I love, where I love you're saying that as, like a, as if it's some sort of plot point. Yeah, you're really stuck I on that. I thought that was like a good part of like just her description. It was funny. And then also the Celine Dion right. flashback yeah. kind of like so tells the, their story. We, we, yeah, we learn about Mel and Jen's relationship to this guy who cheated on them both and what is the basis of their relationship via a Celine Dion music video flashback, <laughs> yes. which is really well done, actually. Yeah, it it's is. all very like late 80s, early 90s. It was really great. I didn't know Celine had such reach. Like, I know she's a big star. When I was in Africa, the CD that they were selling, like, on the road, you know, like, you'd stop at a traffic light, guys would come and try to hawk stuff through the window? Yeah, yeah. It was Celine Dion CDs. She (laughs) is famous everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, so, anyways, then they go, they pick her up. This is where they go to the police station, because she wants... Well, they check on her, right? Because her head caught fire. Mel checks on her. So they wanted to make sure she's okay, and then they end up going to the police station. She ends up, like, uh, what's, what's the word there? Like, they had to keep up the, the ruse. And she's like, oh, let's go to the police station and check out and see if there's any reports in. And they're like, okay. And they, they're torn between telling her the truth and then also they're going to a police station in fake police uniforms. <laughs> yes. And they're, like, wandering around the police station trying to, like, find an empty office. And they're like, oh, there's a Dirty Tony. Hey, and there's, like, closing doors and... Walking in a people, but people just kind of accepted yeah, it. They Apparently were like, in New Zealand, did the cops have guns? Or is this, like, an England sort of, like... I don't know, but... The bobbies only have nightsticks sort of thing. <laughs> the one chick was like, oh, did you get me strippers for my birthday? No, she said Tony. Yes, yeah, she yeah. said Tony. No, did, did Dirty Tony. <laughs> did she say Dirty Tony? Yeah. Because uh, it was like a callback because they made up the name Dirty Tony. Yes. She, did Dirty Tony say this? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then that is when you could clearly see on Anna's face she gets it. Oh. Because they start doing a five-minute stripping montage. Yes. <laughs> and my favorite part is when you can see it, they come out of the office and you see it just, like, from other people's <laughs> perspective. perspective. Yeah. yeah. Th- through the window. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then she's rightfully upset and kind of lays into them for what they've done to her. Yeah. And you, I felt bad for her. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go, they do the next missing person and it goes badly and that's where they break up do you think there's a point though if it was if you were a professional breaker upper if you walked into a surprise party and you were gonna all right so i think it's to get some context to that they're they're doing a missing person package uh 
they walk in and it's actually a surprise birthday for the person who they're saying has now died. Mm-hmm. Not and died, gone missing. Gone missing. So it's they walk in, it's surprise, and they're like, oh, uh, hey, yeah, Juliet's actually went into the woods and we haven't been able to find her. And so everyone's devastated and there's like little kids running up. Where's mommy? And stuff like Trudy that. Trudy actually, or Mel actually says, her name's Trudy, she's dead. Yeah. And then her kids come in. Yeah, and, and you can see the whole thing just kind of crumbling around them. Mal wants out at this point. She seems like she's in kind of purposely sabotaging it. And Jed's just trying to keep kind of reins on it. And after this, this is when they're like, you know what? This is done. Like, we like we see what we did to Anna. She was the catalyst for the whole kind of breakdown here. Yeah. And Mal doesn't want any part of it anymore. No, she wants just to be with Jordan. She gives Jordan that Yeah, her that Jordan. Message. Her and Jordan are starting to get together now. I find that the movie was slower at this point, uh-huh. though. Yeah, the, the, I think you're right. The, 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 the end of the second half really dragged for me. Like, yeah. I was checking my phone. Yeah, I think that you can tell the movie really hinged on their dynamic and yes. their... their oh, yes, because comedian. they weren't together Absolutely. anymore. Yeah. yeah, and so then I yeah. felt like it was just kind of... Like, you, I know uh, you need to have that moment. You need to have it get, you know, bring it down, get worse where it gets better. Mm-hmm. As I talked about in a previous episode, I got chastised by both of you for <laughs> talking down, I guess. But no, I, th- I thought... It, this part, like, it was, like, it was probably half an hour where they weren't together. Or yeah. 25 minutes. And I thought that could have been more, like, five minutes. Yeah, it was so long. But it was, like, a super low point in Mel's life, too. Like, she's in the car with her 17-year-old boyfriend and his mom. <laughs> and now going to be living in oh, his my, bedroom. My two favorite ladies here in the same car. Uh, I've been in uh, both these vaginas. Oh, man. I, I could actually... In my head, I could picture Chris saying that, and his mom just, like, freaking out on him. Yeah. And that mom just sits there. Yeah. Like, nothing. Stoic. Stoic lady. she must be so used to her son saying stupid shit. I would think so, Yeah. yeah. Jen goes on a date with that, the ex-boyfriend, and you really see, like, it's so sad. Like, I yes. hated that scene. Right. So she awkward. she calls up this ex-boyfriend that dumped her. Stop. You're cutting our stuff again. Oh, sorry. It's go totally ahead. fine. No, go ahead. He does it constantly. You bring something up. Like, you're going to start talking about it. And then he cuts you off and steals it all. <laughs> well, now I don't know what to say. I feel awkward about it. So take it now. Take it. I don't want it. Okay, I'm going to start it. I need you to no, cut I me can't. off. No, I can't. Yeah. I'm not cutting. Yeah, I'm not cutting Just say... Hey, that that was a that was a good uh, point. Chris. Thanks for setting me up, Chris. Yeah. So the next scene is we see uh, Jen and her this boyfriend that cheated on her 15 years ago. She had called them up and they're meeting for a drink. I'm just gonna interject right here and Go just ahead, say it. it was such a sad scene and I felt so bad for her. And um, I've been recently studying attachment theories, <laughs> and I just wanted to say that was a classic anxious attachment. Uh, I was really reading the scene there. Yeah, it was not an enjoyable scene to watch. I was thinking of that also because <laughs> yeah. you had just told us about it. So that was going through my mind as well. When he walks up and she just like kisses him on the lips. Aggressively. And he's just like, oh. Yeah. And then she says, I still love you. Mm. And he's like, laughs. He literally laughs he in laughs her face. He laughs in face. Yeah. She's like, that was 15 years ago. You were one of, like, seven women. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, I was a dick. Like, I treated you badly. Like, the fact that he could recognize that, but she was still, like, stunted. She never got over it. No. No. So you really understand why she is as jaded as she is. It makes her... I think they did a pretty good job making her a sympathetic character. 
like between never getting over the boyfriend and then having a mother who just like isn't doing a great job being supportive that's tough <laughs> yeah yes but i don't know if you guys noticed it but there i felt like after this moment in the movie she her look she became more attractive like oh, I... her hairstyle <laughs> This is never something I fixated on, so no, I didn't. No, notice. it was like it was like she was smiling more. Uh, she seemed happier. She seemed lighter. Just like her whole aura. Yeah, she had looked, changed. She looked less French Canadian. I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. I just like I could tell the difference. Did we ever talk about the fact that she looks like? New Zealand Kristen Wiig. We didn't, but she really. I thought does. she was. I thought it was like for for the. I thought maybe it was Kristen Wiig doing an accent. I was like, man, look at the range of this woman. She's so good. She can do anything. <sighs> Her doppelganger for sure. Okay, yeah. So the movie just again is slow at this point. Yeah. They're not together. You see that yeah, it's shitty, but nothing really happens, and I think that that was. Well, do we learn that Mel's pregnant yet? Well, that's the the makeup attempt number one. In the grocery store, mm. where Jen's like trying to apologize, and Mel's gonna throw up, and we learn, yeah, she's pregnant with seventeen-year-old now eighteen-year-old boyfriend. Because he went to the aquarium for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That was so good. The cashier, after she leaves, says to Jen, "That's an unhappy woman right there," and that seemed to be the catalyst for Jen of like, "I have to do something to fix this anxious attachment." Thinking she needs to fix it. So what does that mean exactly? Like, what's the... Just people can do their own research. It's just, okay. There's way too much to get into. Uh, if you guys want to listen to Ashley's follow-up podcast... It's my own podcast. I'm going to do a break Solo. Yes. Solo. Solo Talking podcast. about attachment Spin theories yeah. that I have done no research in, yeah. have no credentials, <laughs> yeah. but I'll just... You send me what you... You could do that, and yeah. then we could have me a guest speaker on, and I could do my diagnosing people yeah. <laughs> from a distance. Yeah. It'll be yeah. great. We won't get in trouble at all. No. What happens next? Okay, now we go to the bank. And that is where I experienced the greatest whiplash during this movie. When Seppa's like, thank you, ma'am. Have a great day. Oh, sorry, we're closed now. And then goes into her crew member accent. Oh, yes. And oh, it's just right. a whole so, yeah. different person. So Jen goes and visits Seppa, Jordan's ex-girlfriend, at the bank. Yeah, she's calling in the reinforcements. Right. And uh, she, yeah, you're right. It's it's really well done of like her polite teller speak. Yes. A, what is this bitch doing here? Yes. And then instantly her crew right behind crew. her. Yeah, that was good. Yes. Yeah. This is where I I was like, oh yeah, I do want to be part of that sisterhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants to use Seppa to break the break the, them up. Break them up, and then you see another montage of yes. Seppa getting money from her. I called it the swipe montage. Oh, good. Yeah, because it's just swiping the credit card. Yeah, getting her nails did, going up for Chinese food. Yeah, we're on the crew. Yeah, this is where we also learned that the key uh, to his heart was the power of song and dance, (laughs) and that she just needed to drop a beat and titty pop. Yes, (laughs) I know. I didn't hear titty pop once in this movie. What? And you guys are just like fixated on it. She said titty pop. 14 times in a row. It, yes. And she and literally they all started titty popping. Maybe it's because I am so urban that like it's just like <laughs> such a common saying in our in our circles right. that it doesn't stick out to like you got you more um suburban 
people. Sure. Maybe right. That's what it is. You right. and your dance crew. Me and my dance crew, when yeah. When you uh, drop the cardboard on the ground. Uh-huh. I'm a b-boy. Yes. yes. Oh, man. But yeah, so this was my favorite when they're just all like titty popping around her. There was also my other favorite line was when she's like, I need to be a little less, need to be a little more Queen Bee and a little less Sasha Fierce. Yes. And I was like, yes. Yes. You're my favorite. Yeah. You reference Beyonce and you win. Except for I feel like I need the opposite. Oh. Like I could be a little more Sasha Fierce. Yes. Yeah, so so they all go to the rugby club. Mm-hmm. The most awkward event. Yes, okay, so he goes up and gives his awkward speech. Yeah, the coach says, you have a chance to try out for the... <coughs> no, I think he makes the practice squad. So the coach says, you've made the, the Gold Beach Titan development squad. And that's a big deal, apparently, in the rugby world. Because they're from Australia, so... Yeah, so moving up, yeah. he has a chance to make it, you know, pro of some kind. He has to move to the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. which I now know from Instant Hotel. And is very lovely. And... That's when he calls up. And that's when he says, I can't do it. I want to stay here with Mel and raise my child instead. Because it's going to be here in 12 months. Yeah, it's going to... <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's when the crew walks in. And she knows through the power of song and the power of dance... She's going to get her man back. So she comes in, they drop a beat, and they start a choreographed dancing to win back Jordan, but also to win back Jen. What song do they play? Again, I can just, I can splice that in. I don't know about you, but as soon as I came on, I started singing all the words. I was very happy. I just was what, like what song into that? it. Casey and Jojo. Nothing. Oh, it's what's from that uh, dance movie, Save the Last Dance? Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Ugh, I can't yeah, remember the, the movie. Yeah, the one with um, Shabarina. Yes. And then and her, mom, her mom dies, yes. and then she goes to this other school. Save the Last Dance? I think it is. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Dancing? Yeah. That that's good for this audio medium for you to do that dance. If people know I'm leaning in and leaning yeah. out. Yeah. Don't they know worry. what movie I'm talking about. They our, know our what, listeners know. They know what move I just did. That really got me into it and I was like, Yeah. She sounded good. Jen looked ridiculous dancing. I don't yeah. understand why they had to give Mel a lap dance at the end. Because she had to win her back. Because it's showing the parallels. I can tell you if Lauren gave me a lap dance, yeah. it would be friends off. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Probably because I would be so embarrassingly bad at it more than anything else. So the movie wraps up. Jordan and uh, Seppa get back together. He moves to the Gold Coast to continue on his rugby career. Mel, I think, stays kind of in in New Zealand there. Yeah, Yeah, they stay. They're back to friends. Their business is now a breakup and makeup business. Mm -hmm. And she has her baby, which... I think she named Nemo. She did name it Nemo. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because it was so funny when, when Anna, when they met on the street, did you hear that? And she's like, oh, Nemo? I found Nemo. Like they made a, <laughs> they oh, I made didn't catch a that. Finding Nemo reference. Oh, okay. I just, and then like, Jordan was spelling it out at the end. Yes. When he was spelling it out at the end, that was when I was like, no, they named their kid Nemo? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> all right guys with that very thorough review in the can here what is our 
final review of it. Are we going to marry it? Are we going to fuck it? Or are we going to kill it? Lauren, why don't you take it away here? I'm, I'm going to marry it. I really enjoyed it. It was a nice change to watch something funny and light. And I just enjoyed it. I think I'm going to marry it too, only because there are so many jokes that you need to hear twice, three times, or you'll, things you'll miss. So if you only watch it the one time, like, yeah, you'll have some good laughs. Yeah. But it's when you watch it the second <clears> or third time that you really pick up on those subtleties, which is good. Just like a good marriage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good, good rewatchability. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think I'm going to say fuck on this one. Just because I think that there's that really slow period kind of in like the back end of the middle. I think they could have done better on. And I think that it's like a very particular sense of humor. Like the comedic beats are so specific to like New Zealand humor. I don't know if everyone will find it funny. I found it pretty funny. You guys found it funny. I don't know if everyone will. I think the fact that I found it funny is kind of like a litmus test. That's that... a great litmus test. Yeah. 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 I'm so, I was shocked. Yeah. I because expecting... I don't normally like that kind of awkward dry humor dry humor like that and i enjoyed it so i think that most people even if you don't normally enjoy comedy movies like that i think you'll enjoy this one all right so two marys and a fuck uh what do we have next week's ladies oh i have no idea oh we're gonna have to decide uh do you want me to just to splice it in here sure <laughs> yeah, yeah but I'm... actually splice it in yeah okay <laughs> so, last time you didn't no 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 that was funny <laughs> that way though uh so next week we'll be watching polar a Netflix original movie. Uh, see you guys. I'm gonna uh, titty pop us out. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a take, treat, treat for everybody. Yeah, take those reins. Uh, uh, those big Jinko jeans and, and shut all down out of here. <laughs> Just got some titty pop in. <laughs> <laughs>